tasting notes. Canadian Cannabis Critique. Disclaimer, no bongs were used in the recording of this podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Tasting Notes. On today's episode, we realize that my pipe is stuffed full of something I'm not really sure what it is. So this seems like a fantastic opportunity for us to create a new and revised and in theory, superior rating scale. Uh, the objective today is to utilize a, I believe it was a 15 category, 15 category rating scale. Uh, each of these ratings will be out of five. So we are looking at 15 times five for a total of, I reckon that's 75 points. There may be some question around why we've chosen a 15-category rating system. Now, this has largely to do with the fact that I have a 15-line abacus, <laughs> and I will be using this abacus to keep track of my scores as I partake and rate the products. Uh, without said abacus, it may be somewhat challenging, as you would have witnessed in some of my previous episodes, to in fact keep track of what the hell I'm doing. So we're going to review our 15 categories now uh, as I mentioned I have to uh, clear out my previous uh, um, device so that I can in fact do one of these reviews so this will not be doing one of the reviews we will just be reviewing the categories um, there may be some conversation around the category choices however uh, this is sort of what I would think too in terms of would I want to purchase this product this is sort of the overall look at what I think, I think, in my personal opinion, are some good um, good ground rules, or rather categories with which to rate your products. So, let's get started. Our first category, not inappropriately, the first look of the product. Um, so, first impression. When you open up the tin or the tub or the bag or the whatever the hell it came in, what do you think? Um, what is the, what, what is the purpose of this? Is it, is it, uh, is it going to suit the purpose or is it something that you just look at and go, oh, I bought parsley. Crap. Um, so yeah, that's, that's sort of the, the first scale. This is an entirely subjective scale. Um, and that really my first impressions of a product could vary somewhat from someone else's. However, I think uh, as a seasoned partaker, I have a reasonably good uh, first look sense. Uh, following this, we're going to keep with the senses and look at number two, which is, of course, smell. So right up there in the tub, what the heck does this smell like? Is this a tasty product? Um, do we smell this and go, ooh, or do we smell this and go, oh, God. Uh, both have happened. Let's see what it does. Uh, number three is, of course, going to be the obtuse view. So just take a butt out. How does it look on initial glance? Is it uh, Does it look like a good butt? Uh, we'll assess just a little bit of the general trim. How is it done? Um, but we'll save the stemminess category and the actual cut for later. So this is just an obtuse view. Is this an attractive butt? Uh, we'll then take a 30 time magnification of the product and have another look-see. 
Uh, the purpose of this will be to get a better sense of what the trichome structure looks like. Uh, this will of course be category 4, the acute view. So following the obtuse view, we will then zoom in and take the acute view, hopefully for another rating. Um, sometimes looks are deceiving and we see very different things when zoomed in. Next will be a couple of feel categories. So as, as we begin to manipulate the product in our hands, we're going to take a look at the overall feel of the density. So how does that really feel in our hands? Is this something that uh, feels like it's going to give way? Is it light and spongy? Is it something that we need to grind? Um, not saying that either of those are necessarily bad. Uh, can I bust this with my fingers will be sort of the scale for the density. Um, doesn't necessarily mean good, bad, or ugly. Um, means, however, sort of the, the stickiness and the feel. How is that? Is that a good feel or a bad feel? Um, next up, we're going to follow that same feel concept with the dryness. Uh, this may relate somewhat and probably somewhat significantly to the packaging and the dates on the packaging. A lot of the Canadian product I've found is on the shelves or in warehouses or probably in regulatory warehouses for some time until it's past inspection. We're going to be taking a look at that overall dryness. Um, is this product moist? Is it, uh, does it have any additional additives in the container to keep the product moist? What the heck are we dealing with? I know everyone's super sensitive about mold in the production side. Uh, yeah, I think we're a little oversensitive, but here we are. Uh, better safe than sorry, I suppose. So we'll be taking a look at how that has in fact been passed on to the consumer. Um, so that is our sixth category of dryness. Uh, seven is going to be the cut of the product in the bin. Uh, how stemmy is it? Are there seeds, etc.? Pretty straightforward. You guys know what we're talking about. Uh, number eight is going to be a very, <laughs> perhaps the most one of the most important segments: uh, the overall taste of the product, and how does that feel? Is it a nice? flavor? Is it something awful? Do we in fact get that terpene profile in the flavor or is it something that we just got on the nose? That will be our eighth category. That is of course taste. Uh, nine is somewhat related to taste. It is the harshness. Um, I didn't know how to define this, but yeah, literally the harshness of the product. When you have a puff, does it make you die or are you interested in having some more? Um, so it could somewhat relate to the taste itself. Those could be tied together. However, this could be another independent item that is not necessarily related to the taste, could be potentially related to the dryness. Um, yeah. Number 10 category is longevity. So we're going to take a look at how long that bowl lasts. Is that a good bowl? Again, this could be related largely to the dryness. Um, or the density of the product or the stickiness or any of that stuff. However, uh, that is going to be what we're looking for. That's going to be what we're looking for. That longevity, does it last one puff or 12? Following that, we're going to take a look at the ash in the bowl. Is it a nice white, clear, puffy, cloud, cloud, not really cloudy, cottony, I don't know. Fluffy is the word I'm going to go with. Is it a nice fluffy white ash or is it a dark, tarry mess that you have to scrape out for hours. Now, both are uh, possible with a lot of these products. Again, sometimes it relates to resin content and 
actually that uh, what what's on them in terms of the terpenes and all that and the trichomes. However, um, it can also be indicative of quality of products. We're going to take a look at that. Um, after effects. After we've done some of that stuff, we should probably be able to assess some after effects. Uh, is this a good high? That is the simplicity of it. Uh, we're not going to really specify that significantly between the indicas or the sativas. We're just going to look at, is this a good high um, for what it is? Uh, I, myself, have typically preferred uh, hybrids in that they sort of give you a little of everything. Uh, that being said, there's certainly a time and place where indica or sativa dominant strains are uh, preferred. Just, you know, depends on your fancy and your flavor and what the heck's going on that night. So um, we'll look at a little bit at what it might be good for. Um, in the in an upcoming section called versatility and sort of what the heck it is right like is it a good overall product um yeah anyway before i get there while we're waiting for our after effects assessment uh we will of course be wandering around and then we will return to our recording area uh that is currently my garage for this particular podcast and uh we will be taking a a a nasal sniff when we re-enter the garage does it smell like a chinese medicine shop this is my favorite favorite category in that when i return to my garage after eh, 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 some time and it uh, smells like a chinese medicine shop that's almost sometimes more satisfying than the product itself so yeah well we will be assessing that particular quality um this may, in addition to the after effects, which were category 12, help us to assess category 14. Category 14 is versatility. Versatility of the product. Um, in this particular case, we will take into account a little bit of the oh, uh, conversation around the packaging. Um, in that we know that uh, some of the packaging has left something to be desired in Canada and uh, we will be taking a look at does this product for what it's worth come in a reasonable enough package that you can actually use it um, there is certainly a discrepancy between the providers so we'll take a look at that bit um, versatility will also relate to sort of where you're where you're going to be able to use that is that a good product for a movie or for a campfire or for any time or for oh my goodness you better be prepared for that uh, so we're going to take a look at, little bit of a look at the versatility and the packaging uh, historically we have been smoking a bowl of product from a tin or tub as they have been provided on the market um, I have not really been sampling at least for these purposes the pre-rolled variety um, we may be looking at pre-rolls in the future in terms of um, in terms of reviews this may be another place where we can look at that I mean they're gonna score high versatility points but we may need to take a look at some of the other categories and review those anywho I digress uh, perhaps whatever was in fact in my bowl was the good stuff uh, last but not least, category 15 will be value. Um, there is, of course, a sensitivity to the fact that 
on the recreational market. People are typically paying at least $10 a gram for, shall we say, decent product. Uh, some of the more reputable or uh, how we think of them as craft growers, uh, some of those are charging higher premiums for their products. We're gonna try and take a look at is that worth it? Uh, that overall value for money. So we're gonna try and figure out what that's worth per gram and we're gonna kind of give it a score. Um, yeah, we'll see how, uh, how that scale flies, but I'm gonna say that a five-star rating might be in the five to six dollars a gram range, uh, perhaps under eight for sure. Um, if the recreational market is paying $10 plus per gram, I know that there are other markets which have provided it at somewhat lower prices um, and that competitiveness may be taken largely into account in this scale. So we're going to take a look at how that all pans out uh, with perhaps some more details and clarifications on that in our next podcast as we start actually reviewing podcasts. Not podcasts. We can't possibly review podcasts. This is a review podcast. If I start doing that, then it's a podcast review podcast. That would be no good. This is a cannabis review podcast. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, <laughs> however, this has been fun. Uh, thank you for dealing with me while I have gone over these 15 categories. Once again, first look, smell, obtuse, then acute view. They feel in terms of density and stickiness and then the dryness. Uh, we're going to take a look at the stemminess, the seediness, the taste of the product. Is it harsh? How long does that bowl last? What color is that ash? Is that a good ash or not? Uh, how does that treat you in terms of after effects? Does my garage smell like a Chinese medicine shop? Uh, the versatility in the packaging of the product. And lastly, value. So that could total us up for a total of 75 points. So we're gonna scale things both on 75 points and also in terms of star ratings. So if each category is five, we're gonna look to a maximum of five stars for each category. If we hit a five star rating, we're gonna take that into account. So some particular products may have a lot of five star ratings but fall very short in a couple of other categories. So we're gonna try and take that into account a little bit so that there's a little more evenness in the final evaluations of things, i.e. something might score higher in terms of five-star ratings in that it's falling behind significantly on one or two potentially correctable qualities. Um, we'd like to identify that and see if it's a solid product or if it's a one-off. Um, this will hopefully help us to produce better overall scores and comparative results. Um, I know that some of the initial podcasts produced very high scores for potentially not very good products. Um, that could be largely due to the fact that those were good batches. Um, I think specifically to the plain packaging episode where I haven't been overly happy with a lot of their products, but that was an unusually good batch. This will help us to reflect that, I believe, because if I'm telling you that in this batch, you know what, the dryness was not a concern and then you get a batch where it is, maybe that's something to take into account and maybe there's an inconsistency between those producers, maybe there's an additional shelf life uh, and drying out period from picked production to curing to packaging to finally sale to you. Um, perhaps there's something else going on. 
perhaps I got a STEMI badge and you did not. You never know. So we're going to try and take this a little more objectively, give it more categories with a little bit, um, a little bit stronger weighting on each notch within the category, each star, but a little bit more breadth as well. So we'll see how this all treats us in our next podcast in the interim. Happy smoking, everyone.